0: let uh, start with prayer requests. Anybody? There's a long list on the bulletin. But Brent? Anything new with Karina? She's back home at her mom's, all right? No, she's back home with her mother, which is good. Ruby? I, I'd like to uh, ask for prayers for my, for my niece and our family. Uh, my niece's daughter was killed in Christ's head. So Where was that? In Tennessee. In Tennessee. Was to go home today. Okay. I take that as a good sign. Yes, she's good enough to go home. Yvonne, what's the name again, Randy, Randy. okay. Okay. Good. Sean? Okay. Ricky? Deanna's father. Sometimes it's, well, for me it's hard to hear from one side to the other, so there may be what's going on. So, Steve? Whole situation is a mess, Mary. Okay, so if everybody didn't hear that, Mary's talking about the uh, pantry downstairs is, and Steve Thornton mentioned it on Sunday. It's not just open for folks outside to come in. It's also for those members that might need that. And a lot with a lot going on now with government shutdown and everything. If you need anything, please ask. He says they're discreet about you know how they do that. So. Uh, don't feel bad about uh going and taking advantage of that because that that is part of the reason why it's there um, taking care of the the saints too so Calvin
1: been
0: for in florida yeah yeah anybody else if you haven't picked up uh, the Wednesday announcements there is a long list of prayers prayer requests on, on the back of it so uh, please please pick that up and remember them last call for Jody. for Jody yeah because there, there's a a note on the front here of, of Jody and what he's been going through the last couple months so let's remember him he's, uh, he's had uh, difficulties with um, antibiotics and uh, ear infections and so yes there's a number of things that he's been struggling with the last couple months okay well let's go to God in prayer Father in heaven, we do come before you tonight recognizing you as, as the God of this universe, the creator of this universe, uh, and the provider of all the things that we have. And Father, we do thank you for all of that. Uh, thank you for uh, the, the material blessings, but Father, thank you for the spiritual blessings that we have through Christ. And what that means for us, uh, both in this life and, and beyond. Father, we we come before you tonight with a number of, of prayers that we would uh, prayer requests that we would like to to bring before you. Uh, some of thanksgiving, some of uh, requesting uh, help in some particular way. Father, we we continue to pray for Karina and uh, her illness and her recovery from that Father we just pray that you'll continue to be with her and strengthen her uh, help her to fight this uh, and, and to continue to get better we're thankful that she's able to be home with her mother and, and just pray that uh, you'll uh, continue to comfort her and strengthen her and Father likewise for Jody we we pray for him and uh, uh, thankful that things have they've been able to figure some things out but we just pray that you'll continue to be with him and strengthen his body as it is uh, sapped him of a lot of energy uh, going through this, uh, we just pray that you'll continue to to be with him Father we pray for Ruby's uh, niece who lost her daughter last night um, in an accident we just pray that you'll you'll be with that family and, and comfort them and help them through this difficult time father for Crystal, we're thankful that Crystal is back with us tonight, that you've given her a safe travel, and and we're thankful that her her sister Natasha has been able to go home. We just pray that you'll continue to be with her and and strengthen her, uh, help her to to fight off uh, this illness also. Uh, Father, we we do pray for the issue that's going on with our government, uh, the government shutdown. And the, the number of lives that are being affected by that, uh, there are uh, things all over that, that are going to be get, getting worse as time goes on. And we pray, Father, for those that are affected by that, that uh, they will be able to get the, the things that they need to be able to to pay bills and to eat and pay and just be able to maintain where they live. And, Father, we pray for the leaders of this country as, as they try and work out uh, um, a deal to be able to reopen government and get things uh, going again in those particular areas. Father, we pray that, uh, that you will touch their hearts and, and uh, help them to see the way to, to go. And Father, we pray for our leaders that they will seek you out and seek your wisdom and your knowledge in this uh, to make their decisions. And Father, with that and a lot of other things going on in this country, we just pray that uh, that you will be with this country. There are a lot a lot of things going on, uh, from from the protests that go on to the the shootings that go on, like the one in Florida today. Florida today, and Father, we just pray that uh, you'll be with us as a country that we can uh, get past our divisions and can can work together. And Father, we know that the way that's going to happen is if we all seek you. And Father, I just pray that uh, that this country will uh, turn to, to look towards you for their guidance uh, and, and wisdom. Father, uh, we pray for uh, Randy Messing and uh, and the things that might be going on there. And I just pray that uh, you will work with her and... Uh, guide her, uh, touch her heart and help her to see the, the, the need for uh, following you, that, that she will she'll seek you and seek your, your, your guidance. Father, we're thankful that Bob is feeling better and, and uh, pray that you'll continue to be with him and help him to, to fully recover and get his full strength back. Father, for Sean's mother, we continue to pray for her and, and we're, we're glad that she's doing better and we're thankful for that and we praise you for that and we pray that you'll continue to be be with her and and uh, and, and heal her. And Father, we're thankful that Deanna's father has been uh, been able to get out of ICU. That um, that he's he's doing some better. And we just pray that you'll continue to be with, with him and, and to to strengthen his body. Father, again, we thank you for uh, this avenue of prayer. And, and we we pray that uh, that you will do the, the right thing, which we know you will uh, for each of these individuals and in each of these cases, and help us, Father, to do what we can to, to help where wherever we can. Father, we pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Okay, so we, we went through Nehemiah chapter 8 last week. I'll, we'll do a little bit more there. But... Um, so, in chapter seven, I did say Nehemiah, correct. <laughs> I had to check myself. so chapter seven is basically a repeat of Ezra chapter two going through the list of the folks who, who came uh, back the first time they came to, uh, the exiles came with Ezra. and then chapter eight is uh, talks about uh, Ezra, in particular, reading uh, the the law to everyone, uh, Levites being there to to help explain things. Um, I was going to look at verses 16 and 17, uh, and we'll come there in a second. So, uh, so Ezra reads the book of the book of the law, or the, the, reads the law and. Uh, some, some, some folks are sad because they're, they're hearing this and realizing the state of what's going on and where they are. Let me slide back a little bit since people are starting to get behind me. Um, and in Nehemiah and Ezra both say, you know, this, is, this is not a day for mourning. This is a day of, of rejoicing. Go, go and eat your choice food and your, your sweet drinks. And... Uh, and send some to those that have nothing prepared. So it's another one of those cases where Nehemiah is making sure that, that the people don't have something that they are taken care of. Uh, and then they, they discover in this the, the, the fact that they should be uh, celebrating the, the uh, Feast of Booths, the Feast of Tabernacles, where the, the people would live in, in booths. And so that was uh, you know, verse 18 of chapter or 16 of, of chapter 8 says the people went out. This is after they had uh, had learned this. So the people went out and brought back branches and built themselves booths on their own roofs, uh, in their courtyards, in the courts of the house of God, and in the square by the water gate, uh, and the one by the gate of Ephraim. And the whole company. The whole company that had returned from exile built booths and lived in them. Uh, from the days of Joshua, son of Nun, until that day, the Israelites had not celebrated it like this, and their joy was very great. Uh, day after day, from the first day to the last, Ezra read from the book of the law of God. They celebrated the feast for seven days, and on the eighth day, in accordance with the regulation, there was an, an assembly. So we'll go over to... Uh, I Levit- think Leviticus chapter 23 is where we're going to go. But <clears throat> So so they're reading the book of the law. They find that, oh, we're, we should be celebrating the Feast of, of Booths, Feast of Tabernacles, uh, depending on uh, what the translation is, even Feast of Dedication. Calvin asked the question about what time of year this was, uh, and it's around, I was guessing around fall, because it's, they talked about harvest, harvest. Um, And let's go over to Leviticus 23. There's some of this in in Leviticus. There's some of it in Numbers. Uh, We'll just look at uh, Leviticus. So Leviticus 23 goes through a lot of the... um, the festivals, the feasts that uh, that were being directed by God. And uh, so if we go down to verse 23, so the first one, verse 23, the Feast of Trumpets. So if you recall from the beginning of chapter 8, they started on the first day of the seventh month. It's kind of where the, that chapter started. Well, as it turns out, verse 23 of... of Chapter 23 in Leviticus, the Lord, of, uh, the Lord said to Moses, say to the Israelites on the first day of the seventh month, you are to have a day of rest, a sacred assembly commemorated, uh, commemorated with trumpet blasts. Do no regular work, but present an offering made to the Lord by fire. So there's no indication, at least to me, in um, in Nehemiah that when they started this, reading of the word on the first day of the seventh month that this was what they were doing. I don't know if they had forgotten, maybe they were doing, there's no mention in there of, uh, of doing this, this feast, but they were certainly doing something like this on the first day of the seventh month with, with the reading of the, the, the word. And then we'll move down to verse, thir- uh, verse 33 in uh, chapter 23 of Levit- Leviticus. The Lord said to Moses, say to the Israelites on the 15th day of the seventh month, the Lord's Feast of Tabernacles begins and it lasts for seven days. The first day is a sacred assembly. Do no work, no regular work. For seven days, present offerings made to the Lord by fire. And on the eighth day, hold a sacred assembly and present an offering made to the Lord by fire. It is the closing assembly. Do no, reg- not, do no regular work. These are the Lord's appointed feasts, so this is talking about the other feasts that uh, were previously in chapter 23, which you are to proclaim as sacred assemblies by bringing offerings to the Lord by fire, the burnt offerings and grain offerings, sacrifices and drink offerings r- required for each day. These offerings are in addition to those for the Lord's Sabbaths and in addition to your gifts and, uh, and wherever you have vowed and all the free will offerings you give to the Lord. So beginning on the 15th day of the 7th month, after you have gathered your crops of the land, so there's your fallish type time, um, celebrate the festival to the Lord for 7 days. The first day is the day of rest, and the 8th day also is a day of rest. On the first day you are to take choice fruit from the trees and palm fronds, leafy branches and poplars, and rejoice before the Lord your God for 7 days. Celebrate this as a festival to the Lord for seven days each year. This is to be a lasting ordinance for the generations to come. Celebrate it uh, in the seventh month. Live in booths for seven days. All the native-born Israelites are to live in booths, so your descendants will know that I had the Israelites live in booths when I brought them out of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. So Moses announced to the Israelites the appointed feasts of the Lord. So they, in the reading of the word, discovered this. We should be doing this. And so that's what they did. So you get to the end of uh, Nehemiah, Nehemiah chapter eight, and he says, "Day by day, from the first day of the feast, uh, first day to the last. Ezra read the book of the Law, the book of the Law of God. They celebrated the feast for seven days, and on the eighth day, in accordance with the regulation, there was an assembly. So they've gone through and discovered, rediscovered, and interestingly enough, um, so it says, in, uh, and I mentioned this last week in uh, verse, the last half of verse 17, from the days of Joshua, son of Nun, until that day, the Israelites had not celebrated it like this, and their joy was very great. So that's not to imply that they had, had not done this all those years. In fact, if you go back and read Ezra, they celebrated the, the Feast of Tabernacles, Feast of Booths uh, in Ezra. So when Ezra first came with the first batch of, of uh, returning exiles, it's just something about this and the way I guess they celebrated it, the, the feelings that they had uh, was they had not celebrated it that way since a, a very long time. And why, why was it that they were supposed to celebrate the uh, Feast of Tabernacles? What did it say in Leviticus? To, re- to remind every generation that, that when God brought them out of Egypt, he had them live in booths. So it's another one of those things to remind you this is what happened. So... so uh, You know, there are lots of things that I think God has us do. I think Lord's Supper on Sunday mornings, uh, first day of the week is the same thing. Something that keeps in the front of our minds, this is what's going on. This is a a way to remember it. In the middle, so back in Leviticus 23, between the Feast of Trumpets and the Feast of Tabernacles, if you read through there, is the Day of Atonement. So on the 10th day of the 7th month, so the seventh month was a busy time. Um, the Day of Atonement was on, uh, on the 10th. Uh, so that was a really big deal and, and, and still is a, a big deal to the, the Jewish folks. Okay. Um, and just to point out, so there, there were three great feasts where particularly the men were supposed to go to Jerusalem for. One was Passover, one one was Pentecost, and one was the Feast of Booths. So this was one of the major uh, feasts that uh, God wanted them to come to Jerusalem for. Okay, questions, comments? least it would be tonight where we had a little rain and it's not a couple nights ago when it was nine degrees, but yes. It's just the fact that, okay, this is what God
1: wants, we're you know, we need to read the Word. that kind of, right now and this is, I don't know, they don't remember Moses and all
0: that, they don't remember the Moses today. This came up in the end. It is, Um and we'll talk about that a little bit later, but you know, the, the fact that, that, I mean, Ezra read for a long time, every day. It
1: was raining you go back to Ezra. They
0: were all being Yeah, and in, in in this case, they, they stood up. So they're standing all the time. So, you know, we think about, gee, it's hot or too cold in this room, or these seats aren't all that comfortable, which is not the case. They're actually very comfortable. But you know we but yes if we had to if 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 we were told to go home and live in a booth now there are some that would go home and pull their tents out and they'd be okay but Ladana Yeah. 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 yeah it, uh, I guess one of the things that strikes me in a, in all of this is the effect God's word had on these people, to where they you know they just wholeheartedly, and we'll get into that here some more in a second, Marty. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and some of that I get. Some of it, I guess, is they're returning to their home. Some of them were coming in from where they had been before. They're recognizing, you know, it's kind of like I guess it would be, you know, if you went off and you lived in a different country for a, a number of years and you came back to your home, how would you feel? Of I, I'm home. You know, there's so many people that go into other countries and they come back and they go, I can't wait to get a, a burger um, or something like that, you know. So the, the, the idea that you, you come back and now you come to your home and it's destroyed and you've got to rebuild things and, and just the, the emotions that go along with that. And then you start hearing God's word. Now, I don't know uh, exactly what they did when they were in exile, uh, I've read some stuff that might have been where the the, the idea of the synagogue came up. Uh, I don't know if that's, uh, if that's particularly that time or it was later, because I've, I've read different arguments for that. But, you know, how much, how much of the law did they get when they were in exile? And then you come back and you start hearing it, and you just, um, you know, it's got a huge effect on you. And which is a good segue into to chapter nine. So we'll, we'll read through chapter nine. Chapter nine, if you wanted a really good one chapter history of Israel, <laughs> um, chapter nine is, is a is a good one. So let's let's go through uh, read chapter nine. On the twenty fourth day of the same month. So this is basically within a week of the end of the Feast of Tabernacles, so it's not all that long uh, afterwards, actually just a couple days. So if it started on the 15th and it goes for eight days, and this is now the 24th. On the 24th day of the same month, the Israelites gathered together, fasting and wearing sackcloth and having dust on their heads. Those of Israelite descent had separated themselves from all foreigners. They stood in their places and confessed their sins, and the wickedness of their fathers. They stood where they were were, and and read from the book of the law of the Lord their God for a quarter of a day, quarter of the day, and spent another quarter in confession and in worshiping the Lord their God. Standing on the stairs were the Levites, Jeshua, Benai, uh, Kadmiel, Shabaniah, uh, Benai, Sherebiah, Benai, another Benai, and Kenanai, who called with loud voices to the Lord their God. And the Levites, and here's another list of them, five of them are the same and some of them are different. Levites said, stand up and praise the Lord your God who is from everlasting to everlasting. So here's another stand up and praise the Lord. Now it doesn't uh, say here, there are translations that, that will then say that what is about to be said is a, comes from ezra this doesn't particularly say say it directly but there are other translations that do say um, that it's from ezra blessed be the glorious name blessed be your glorious name and may it be exalted above all blessing and praise you alone are the lord you made the heavens even the highest heavens and all their starry host and the in the earth and all that is in it the seas and all that is in them you give life to everything and the multitudes of heaven worship you You were the Lord God who chose Abraham, brought him out of Ur of the Chaldeans, and named him Abraham. You found his heart faithful to you, and you made a covenant with him to give to his descendants the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Jebusites, and Girgashites. You have kept your promise because you are righteous. You saw the suffering of our forefathers in Egypt. You heard their cry at the Red Sea. You sent miraculous signs and wonders against Pharaoh, against all his officials, and all the people of the land, for you knew how arrogantly the Egyptians treated them. You made a name for yourself, which remains to this day. You divided the sea before them, so that they passed through it on dry ground, but you hurled their pursuers into the depths like a stone in the mighty waters. By day you led them with a pillar of of cloud And by night with a pillar of fire to give them light on the way they were to take. You came down on Mount Sinai. You spoke to them from heaven. You gave them regulations and laws that are just and right. And decrees and commands that are good. You made known to them your holy Sabbath and gave them commands, decrees and laws through your servant Moses. Uh, In their hunger you gave them bread from heaven and in their thirst, you brought them water from the rock. My eyes are going bad. Um, about this time of day, my eyes start to water and um, so you told them to go and take possession of land and you uh, and you had the land you had sworn uh, with uplifted hand to give them. yes, so somebody pick up in verse sixteen, please. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to go all the way to the end of the chapter if you want <laughs> if you want to read that Stop right there, please. Thank you. Covering for me. Um, So you you see, that's got the history from Abram being called all the way to now. So that's depending on how people count years and when they think Abram lived. It's like over 1,400 years of history, of Jewish history, right there in one chapter. And you can see all the way through there, uh, and there are a number of things to, to, to think about. So he starts off, you made the heavens, uh, you made the heavens, right off Genesis, um, choosing Abraham, Genesis 12, uh, saw the suffering in Egypt. So lots, a lot of uh, chapters there in, in, uh, in Exodus, starting with chapter 5. Uh, divided the Dead Sea and then all the other things that went along uh, after that with the wandering and the uh, the cloud by day and fire by night Uh, Mount Sinai uh, and the the Ten Commandments and the Golden Calf uh, all of this and in all of it God did all of this but they're admitting we've been arrogant we've been stiff necked Confessing their 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 sins throughout there. you know there are a number of places in here um, that I wish I could remember where they were, but the 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 points where he is called out for you are a gracious and merciful God. Uh, it's kind of that sort of thing scattered all the way through. Despite what our forefathers did, you still were faithful. You still loved us. You still took care of us. Um, which I guess I call right there, uh, you know all that's happened, you have been just, so so they are confessing their sins, basically confessing their sins from the beginning of the the Israelites, uh, going all the way back to Abram, all that went on, the fact that yes, you gave us this law, you gave us the good law, you gave us uh, places to live, you provided food you you. Uh, helped us conquer kingdoms and be able to overtake this land and yet we fell away. We didn't do what you uh, you said. So where was it in verse 29? They sinned against your ordinances by which a man will live if he obeys them. So God gave them all of this just like he's given us everything, and if we just obey, uh, things will be okay. But clearly, clearly they weren't. And so all the way to the end, they are slaves today. So they, they have they have come down. They've been allowed to return to Jerusalem. They've been allowed to rebuild the temple, allowed to rebuild the wall. But they're still under the the, the rule of Artaxerxes. So they're still slaves. They still have to... Pay the king's tax and everything else, so they're uh, they're still basically slaves, uh, despite all that uh, that they've been able to do in, in going back to uh, to Jerusalem. So again, there's uh, it's kind of interesting and fascinating to me to, to see all that history in one place. Uh, you, you've you've got Genesis to Second Chronicles all the way all the way in there in that, in that one place. So we won't start chapter 10, but to, to give you a preview which I, where I stopped Del from reading, verse 38 of chapter 9 says, in view of all this, we are making a binding agreement, putting it in writing, and our leaders, our Levites, and our priests are fixing their seals to it. So they're going to ma- make a binding agreement with God. We recognize What's going on? We've recognized our sins, the sins of our forefathers. We're going to do something different. So we'll we'll do that uh, next week. But um, in all of that, I don't have it in very big font, but this idea of, I don't have to go down this road, but something to think about in terms of what we prayed about earlier with our country God has given us all of this stuff He's given us god's word. We have what we need, and yet are we not basically in a lot of cases the same as the Jews so you know we I think we we need to do some of the same thinking that they went through um, thinking about where we are and and again, the only way it's going to change is if we get out there and we convert people. People uh, uh, start following God. But it struck me as I read through this of the history of, of, um, of the Israelites and thinking the history of this country and where we are today with a lot of strife that's going on and in, in all. So something to think about, something to see what we could do with with. Sorry, I ended it with a preposition. I'm not supposed to do that. So a couple of things that I thought of just going through chapters 8 and 9 in in terms of all. So one is um, the importance of God's word and reading it daily to remember. Again, the, the idea of uh, the things that, that God had them do, the things that He has us do that help us remember. And, you know, Marty mentioned it, we're so blessed with, you know, we've got Bibles written down, we've got Bibles on our phones, we can listen them to them on, I guess I can't say CDs anymore because that's old hat, floppy drive.
1: LaDonna. <laughs> Yeah. The
0: yeah. You know, it, it really does, and, um, and I, will, I will, call one out because I'm always reading Calvin's on Facebook. Um, Calvin has some, some great ones that he, he puts out every morning. So, you know, the, just keeping God's word in front of us all the time. Um, the importance of confession of sins. Peaches. Peaches. Yeah. As, as, right as, as the leaders to, to confess the sins of the, the people. Um, so yeah you know here whether this confession of the sin of sins is us confessing them to God, us confessing them to one another, confessing the sins of the country, um, the, the, the importance of, of bringing all of that before for God. And then uh, the last thing, just remembering our history, where we came from, and what God has done for us as individuals, what he's done for us as, as uh, a congregation, as, as a, a church, as, you know, all of his people that uh, just to remember. So some days are good, some days are bad, but every day... You've got something that you can thank God for, and uh, just remembering that can turn your mind around to something better. Calvin? Yeah, I, I I just had a thought pop in my head, which which I think is related. Maybe you won't, but you know, you know how you get used to something. How um, you you drive your car, or you have your house, or in this case, you come to come to the church building, and it's always this way, whatever that might be. So you drive your car and it's dirty and it's, you know, it bumps a little bit when you drive down the road, but, you know, it works, you're used to it, and you just, somebody else gets in it or you get in somebody else's car and you, and you go, wow, this is what a car feels like. <laughs> um, your house, you know, you got a particular room where you just throw stuff and you just kind of get used to having that room that way. And it doesn't really dawn on you, this place is a dump. Why, why don't we do something? We have rooms in our house like that. Um, do we get that way with our Christianity of we get just get used to things going along a certain way and and, and we don't really see what it could be? Uh, and so, you know, a big prayer is God open our eyes to what could really be, because when things go well, and all the way through here, you saw it. Oh, we've got this great stuff. Thank you, God. And then time went on; they kind of got used to things. They forgot where where they came from, uh, and then they then they forget about God, and then they're off off in the weeds again. And God's got to nudge them back. Brent. Yeah.
1: The history of Jews, the history of mankind. And there's a lot of history in there, but basically, you know, this is what has to be dealt with. And I think what you're saying is you kind of whole.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we do the same thing. Okay, uh, it is okay. Nine till. Uh, we'll wrap it up there. Thanks very much for the for the comments, and we will pick up in chapter ten next week.